Thank you for joining us at uh, Beerfish Fanatics. And this episode is actually brought to you by Whisker Seeker Tackle. So make sure you guys go to whiskerseeker.com for all your catfishing gear. Enjoy the episode, guys. So, all right, I'm going to... You guys ready to rock and roll? I'm recording? Awesome. So, welcome to another... Welcome to another episode of Beer Fish Fanatics. This is Granny with Bob Pop Fishing. We have uh, Kit with the Fishing Kit YouTube channel. And today we have a special guest, uh, Mr. Tim Herr from Outdoor Experience with Tim, uh, YouTube channel. So thank you very much for joining us, Tim. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing all right. Well, uh, thanks for having me on your show. And uh, yeah, like uh, I just got back from fishing, so... <laughs> Perfect. Hey, me too. Me too. Actually, <laughs> See, I I don't have the luxury because I had the kids all day today. So you know, four kids is kind of a little tough. But I live through you guys, so I watch your guys' channel, and I live through you guys and your experience of catching fish. And that's just, I just pretend that's me, pretty much. So, <laughs> um, quick shout out to our sponsor, Kelowna Brewing Company. I'm doing the uh, Aloha Iowa today, Kit. I'm. Aloha. Aloha. Oh, that one's pretty good. Yeah, it's a pineapple Belgian style ale. Uh 6.3%. So what you yeah, got? Usually, usually like that fruity fruity beer stuff. I'm I'm not a huge fan, but that one's pretty good. Uh I'm gonna take it easy with the Kelowna classic. Got your light lager. Easy. Nice. Easy. Nice, nice. And uh Tim's not a not a drinker, and we're gonna drink for him today. I told him that uh fishing kid and myself, we're gonna have plenty of beers, you know, just the, the cover for you on that. Is that okay, Tim? Oh, that's more than welcome. So <laughs> all right, cheers, cheers, guys. Cheers. Mm, it does have a uh, pineapple after taste to it. It's not bad, it's pretty good. It's a it's a some, yeah, it's a Belgian ale. I was gonna like okay. Pretty good. Uh, go get your guys some. That's pretty cool. I like that beer. It's actually really good. And so, and, and just offline, I was talking to Tim earlier. I have a lot of family in, in Colorado area. You're, you're the very first Coloradoan. Is that, is, is that, is, is that the right term? Coloradoan? Coloradoan? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I guess so. Right. So <laughs> like, <laughs> So Colorado, you, I don't know. <laughs> okay, so you might be the first, as I was mentioning, that we've ever had in our uh, podcast and our show. So as I was mentioning, my brother-in-laws are, are big fans. And, you know, like like Fishing Kid was saying, we came on to you because of them. And they really kind of showed us. And then uh, we've been, you know, kind of attached to your channel and everything. But just your fishing technique and the type of fish that you go for is, is pretty much what we do. So so we, we figured what better way than to get a guy who fishes in the area that I go a lot to and the guy who fishes for for the type of species we do, these too. Right so. here. These, these guys right here. <laughs> wipers wipers there we go so if you don't mind tim tell us a little about uh you know our listeners a little bit about you your channel uh what you're all about if you don't mind uh well my channel it's mostly about well it's mostly about fishing i guess because uh i kind of try to like i try to put some hunting videos in there too mm-hmm. but uh i figured that most of my viewers they're all uh, fishermen and there's a few of them that actually do both just like me but it's just been a lot harder for me to get my my hunting videos going because like the the weekly uploads with the fishing content it's like i'm cons- I, I i have to try to juggle both of them uh, like back and forth so like uh i do love archery but at the same time 
like that's during fall fishing. So it's like, I have to see which one is more important for me to try to get a video for fishing or for me to try to get my, my elk or my deer. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's, uh, that's, that, that's basically what my channel is about. It's just about me going out and teaching you guys how to fish or else like taking you guys on uh, one of my adventures on my hunting adventures. And um, yeah, that's about it. Everybody should check it out because you do catch some uh, some nice slabs and some nice wipers and, yeah. and, and stuff we like. So it was pretty cool. So I didn't realize uh, Colorado Colorado had had wipers like that out there. Um, so what is it about wipers that you like so much? Because I think uh, you got quite a few wiper videos. Yeah, <laughs> uh, wipers. They're actually my number two mm. favorite Ooh. fish. Like, uh, I love catching crappie more than wipers, surprisingly. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. But, but wipers, I, I love it whenever, um, well, the, the whole thing about them is that it's like a hide and seek game, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, as soon as you find them, there's always more than one. Uh, like a couple of my videos, like when you watch them, you, you will see me hook up multiple times back to back to back to back. And like, yeah, I, I, I do cut the scene, but like if I would have just let it played, you would definitely see me just like cast after cast after cast. But I just love how they fight because uh, it's it's um, it, it's just one thing to like catch a crappie and like just jet ski on, on, on the top, you know, mm-hmm. of, yeah. of water or else uh, ha- having that big old wiper just peel like a uh, pull out your drag about 30 yards out and then you have to fight it right back in you know yeah so, yeah that, that that's the whole difference right there like like they hit a lot harder it's kind of like a plus and a minus you know they could be my favorite but they're not but <laughs> <laughs> no nah, nah, yeah. i'm with you man because actually i i mean eating wise I, obviously i prefer crappie uh yeah. over actually over any fish and then i he fishing kit finally uh got me on catching a wiper on the kayak so that i i did that about two weeks ago with him i'm mm-hmm. telling i i don't know if you've done that yet off the kayak uh catching a wiper it's very chaotic <laughs> at least for me i was just like holy shit yeah. it just it was going all it was pulling me all over because i'm not anchored down i'm just like thank goodness i had a pedal kayak to kind of at least fight it you know it was kind of it's pretty cool though so it, it was very interesting of how to figure out to, to get the wiper landed that that was pretty interesting on the kayak the funny thing is that i've been uh, trying to invest into a kayak mm-hmm. because like uh, that's the next step that i kind of want to take my channel is to go to the kayak and then like uh, i've been i've been preparing for it so like for over a year now so it's like it's uh it's coming down to it i'm trying to get it done this year so All hopefully right. through the fall season you guys will see a lot of those videos of me being out there on the yak fighting wipers and whatnot dude we're, we're gonna have to make a trip i mean we like i said I, I i drive to denver at least four to five times a year uh yeah. with my family out there I'm, I'm gonna have to get if you get the kayak i'll make this guy go with me and we we can make a trip out of it. We actually have a couple a, a buddy out there, uh, Mr. Yang. He was actually on one of his channel, and he we got him into the kayak scene. He just got a pedal kayak too this year, so uh, it'd be pretty it'd be pretty cool, man. To, to kind of get out there in the Colorado waters and and catch some fish with you guys, man. We could even meet halfway because I know I know there's a there's a state that you like to go to that we we <laughs> go to multiple times a year too. Yeah. So. 
Mm-hmm. Actually, it was exactly the same spot. <laughs> we saw the, this we stayed in those cabins. Yeah, so, we stayed in, so I was just like, I, I, I literally was watching that video and my wife was in the background in the kitchen. She's like, hey, isn't that? Yeah. I go, yeah, that's exactly where we're at. We're like, that's exactly where we're going to be going next, you know, in June. Yeah, I'm, I'm go, we're going back there in June and September. We already got those cabins. But what I've noticed about your channel and what you about you is that uh, a lot of the the locations that you fish at, the you know the lakes and the reservoirs and everything, my brother-in-laws always talk about it. But the mm-hmm. thing is, if it, it seems like you tend to get there before the masses know. <laughs> so I, I, I just, is that something that you? I guess you say, do, do you find that rewarding? Because I, I I really do. I it's kind of funny because I I the text message we have a text message with my brother-in-laws and their friend and our friends. And I see and hear them mention, oh, it's starting to bite here, blah, 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 this location. But then it's funny. Then I saw your videos like, shit, he was already there, like a, literally a week or two before. So it's something like, is that something you're proud, you know, you're proud of or, or how do you make that work? How do, how, how do you figure that out? Um, well, let me let you guys in on a little secret in Colorado. Well, it's not really a secret when it's on YouTube, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah, in Colorado, since uh, most of our lakes are reservoirs and most of our state parks are reservoirs, they hold water from the farmers. So there is a certain website that you could go to and you could check the water flows. And when you look at these water flows and these water charts, it tells you when exactly they turn on the water for the inlet and the outlets. And usually when the water's running, it attracts bait fish and that's, that's where you find the fish. Hmm. So like just doing a little bit of your homework, like right off the beginning, it saves you a lot of time of like running around. Simple. Smart. Text them, Kit. <laughs> I wonder if they know. I wonder if they know. They will they gotta know. They will. Yeah, they got to know, right? I mean, is, is, that, is that common knowledge? I would assume no. Um, well, it is like uh, it's out there for everyone to use. But at the same time, like... Like, I do know that a lot of the population in Colorado, they don't really use that. Like, uh, they, uh, the only reason why I started using it was because I was duck hunting in the river. And, like, you want to know how fast the river's flowing before you try to walk out there. Because uh, you don't want to go out there when it's, like, running at, like, full blast and, like, you might get swept away, you know? So, yeah, yeah there's, uh, there's a lot of safety issues about that. Hmm. Interesting. So you used it for that, but it ended up, helping you kind of figure out the fishing technique yep. like that it helps to do a little research because uh at least you're not one of those guys on facebook hey what's biting at this lake and yep. what's the best bait i mean that's what those groups are for but sometimes in those groups you just see like guys asking the same 10 or the same like five questions like every day hey what's biting at this lake is it biting over here yet but yeah anyways <laughs> For me, sometimes, like, um, I, I do YOLO a lot, and I just go to random lakes and go fish. Like, when I start fishing, there's a few things that I look for, like uh, how cold the water is, like if it's sunny or, or if it's cloudy, because uh, I tend to find it that, like, uh, since you guys like wiper fishing so much, um, for instance, on the cloudier days, you will find a lot more active wipers. Like, uh, usually on, uh, on the bluebird days, I don't really find that much wipers. It's just because they're not really feeding that hard on the surface. Uh, on the bluebird days, I usually target the wipers during the sunrise and the sunset hours because those are the prime times. And then 
during the cloudy days, they would tend to bite longer throughout the whole entire day. They, uh, they would have like a little break period sometime, maybe in the middle of the day or like uh, more towards like the afternoon. But at, at the same time, you never know. They're fish, you know, they'll, they, they'll eat whenever they want to eat, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's just little patterns that like I pick up like every year. Like I just kind of just plug it all in and, and then uh, for, for the upcoming year or else like, um, like for instance, like in Colorado, we've been having a lot of blizzards. So that's been messing up like a lot of our fishing because like for the walleye spawn, when, when they were supposed to be spawning in the full spawn, what happened was that we got hit with two blizzards, well, a blizzard and a snowstorm right afterwards. So like that, that pretty much just chilled out the water and made it really hard. So at, at that point in my, in my mindset was, uh, well, then we should go ice mode again, you know, like, like think about using smaller baits, casting it out there and we started hooking up again. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So it's like the, the, the weather plays a huge part of it in, in the whole fishery. Smart. <laughs> Smarter than it's me, not really smart it's more like uh <laughs> experience experience yeah, that's, yeah, that's it exactly it happened to me too many times and i got i got skunked way too many times because like i go oh well it just snowed i'm just gonna go anyway you know and then yeah. like usually the day after the snowstorm i always do very bad because like the water is like in that weird mode where it's like it's kind of too cold or too hot yeah. And then, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's that weird mixture of water. So then, like, it makes the fish kind of, like, lethargic. So then they don't really want to bite. And, like, you end up wasting, like, a whole day out there. I've noticed about Colorado. I'm just curious if, if this is something that's just normal. But we always ask our, my, you know, our friends and stuff and my in-laws, like, you guys always drive like two or three hours to fish. Like for us, you know, we're like, holy shit, man, we got to drive 45 minutes. We're like, damn, that's, that's a long drive for us, you know, but <laughs> it just feels like, cause they, they tell us, oh yeah, we're going to, we're going to go here. And then we looked it up we're like, dude, that's like two and a half, three hours. Or they drive to other locations that are five and a half, six hours. Is that, is that just normal? I mean, is there, is the local fishery just not that great, but they were saying there's just a lot of pressure, but what is it about? Colorado that you have to drive like hell far just to fish it feels like <laughs> well uh the way how I see it um the best way how I can answer that question is that it's just because the reservoirs are so far apart from each other because the farmlands kind of divide the the water a, a little bit further apart okay so like uh I guess because since they control the water and like uh it just kind of forces all of our reservoirs kind of far apart but at the same time it's like all the local lakes, there is a lot of pressure, but at the same time, like I posted quite a few of them on my channel already, you know, and you, you do, I, I do get a lot of backlash from it, but, but who does it, you know, every, every outdoors, like <laughs> we always get backlash from posting up a fishing spot or whatever, you know, like, um, whenever I, whenever I start posting stuff that that's like more in town, I don't, I don't find the quality, like, um, the quality size uh, fish that that I'm actually looking for. So, like, if I'm if I'm trying to catch like a 12 inch crappie, it's better for me to drive out two hours away, where where most of the city slickers aren't really going to, you know. So, where, where it's not getting hammered every day, you know. So it's just like okay, it makes it a little bit easier, and and the fisheries out uh, out further out from the town is a lot better than it is in town. 
I just thought I thought I just thought you hated trout was was gonna be my reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, there, there's also that too. Well, I don't necessarily hate it. It's just that like like it's not it's like okay like trout for us is like one step above bluegill. bluegill <laughs> and, then, and then here's trout for us like right here, you know. But like yeah, like like trout it's they're fun to catch, but then because Colorado has so many, like, I guess, uh, our, our hatcheries in Colorado, it's mostly trout. So like we have, we just have a mass amount of trout inside of Colorado, you know? So it's not, it's not, uh, it's not as fun to catch a trout as much as it is to catch a wiper or a crappie, you know? Right. Right. That's what I noticed from, uh, hanging out with these Colorado guys, like, man, all these guys, do not like trout, but like I know trout for the state of Colorado is like a like a big tourist because people are coming in to like into the state to fish for trout. But all the locals are like, no, 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 we don't even like trout. We're yep. going to go out to go fish for other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's because for us, like uh, like we, we have a lot of like crossbreed trouts too, like like cut bows and tiger trouts and stuff like that, too. But like we just we just don't target them because like. Like we're just like it's just trout, you know. <laughs> like it's not a big deal for us. <laughs> for people from Iowa, I mean, we actually have a good, a decent uh, trout fishery northeast of us in Iowa. But yeah, we don't really have any massive, you know, rainbow trout, brown trout, or cut bows here. So when I go out there, because I, I I always go during the winter uh, to visit family, but my brother-in-laws always take me to go, you know, go, go get the trout, you know, uh, up in the mountains, you know, depending wherever we go. And to me, I'm excited. You know, it's like, we don't, we don't get to catch that in Iowa. We don't get an ice for trout here. You know, we're, we're like, that's awesome to us. So that's why we, I get excited for that. And you're right. Their faces are just like, yeah, it's just a trout. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's just a trout. <laughs> it's all about perspective. There you yeah, go. All about perspective. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm mean, like I'm I'm okay with crappies. I mean they're they're nothing special to me really, but you know, I do love the wipers. Trout, uh trout the trout have lost their luster with me after I fished for trout in Colorado. Come back to Iowa, I was like, nah, trout, whatever. <laughs> well that okay, so the story is we we, we we went there on a trip uh, and we met with my brother-in-laws and our friends and it was a struggle for actually all of us for, for trout, whatever we were going for Lakers. He's the, he never yeah, caught Lakers. a Lake trout. Yeah. He oh. never caught a Laker. So we're trying to get, and then, you know, all my brother-in-laws, my, our friends are like, Lakers are so easy, you know, cause yeah. you guys, you guys catch it all the time. Like, man, you'll, you'll know when it hits you, you'll pull your pole and whatever. Right. Like two days straight. Get, we, we couldn't, it couldn't get them to bite. They were so locked lip and we walked like so far up and down the mountains and it was just horrendous. It got to the point where we almost had to give up, but he finally caught it on this last day though. Yeah. The, it took us like two days and only caught like two trout or two lake trout. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. Well, how big was the lake trout? Not that big. <laughs> Not big. Yeah, it was big. Maybe yeah. like 16 inches or something. I yeah. yeah, not very big. No. Yeah, the, the whole thing about lake trout is that each year they only grow one inch. So like if you catch like those monster size ones, mm-hmm. like the really, really big ones. So like um, if you catch like a 45 inch lake trout or something like that, 
it means that it's been in that water for a very long time mm. so yeah like uh for for the locals uh through the ice we do catch a lot of lakers and like uh we don't usually eat anything that's over 18 just because it's like it's just too old you know like, yeah like if you think about it that's it's been sitting in that water for 18 years you know so <laughs> so why would you want to eat it it's kind of the same thing with catfish in a way yeah you, you know. know we I, I mean it gets to a certain size that i don't even it's like nah, it doesn't taste as good anyways by by the time it gets that large and that old i i feel like with catfish um do you guys have a lot of catfish and stuff over there by chance or um, we do i just don't target them as much okay we might have to change that for you <laughs> well let, let's just put it this way like um at, at Lake McConaughey, like uh, around the time that you guys usually like to go, mm-hmm. like right around that time, yeah, that's when the catfish is the hottest. Really? And like, like if, if you know how to catch them, like you could catch them on top water. Just put it hey. that way. Wow. Yeah, I've I've done it before. Like I, I've used that savage duck lure, that the weird little lure, you know, made for muskies. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I use that thing, and I've I've caught six catfish back to back. So, so yeah, wow, <laughs> yeah, and, and they're not they're not small by any means. They're they're all like in their um, in their twenty plus inches. So like probably about like anywhere from four to six pounds. So, hmm. Well, probably even bigger than that. You know, like a right. few more like pushing ten. So yeah, we haven't been there in a while, huh, Kit? No, it's been a while. It's yeah. uh. It's it's kind of a haul, but not. It isn't too bad, but uh, seven hours for us. So yeah, yeah, that's that's quite a little a bit. Time. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, hey, they they it has some a lot of trophy fish in there for sure. Yeah, yep. So yeah, I mean, but when you're after the big ones, that's that's where you go. Yeah. Yeah, I agreed. I think I caught my biggest walleye there um, a couple years ago, you know, a long time ago, and man, they got some amazing wipers too the fish there's it's 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 a good fishery it's just it's a lot of pressure too <laughs> you know it's shoulder shoulder fishing it's more combat fishing than it is than, than it is really in a fish man like, so, <laughs> sometimes it's like that you know so but then that's when you know that the fishing's good yeah, yeah i heard the walleye spawns pretty crazy over there oh yeah like yep. between the boat traffic and the foot traffic over there man like people are like waiting for boats to go by because yep. there's so many boats. Yep. I've done that once last year and I don't think I'm going to do it this year. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, given that it's, it's almost over already, you know, for, for, for the spawn up there. So we'll see if we can get out there we, at least this year. I don't know. You know, obviously last year with COVID, we didn't travel very much at all. Yeah. Um, but we'll see if we can try and get out there. We'll let you know for sure. We will swing yeah. by out there if, if it's a good bite towards the fall or something like that. Um, but if I'll let you know, um, offline, we'll, we'll let you know when, uh, we're, we're going to go down to the other location down South a little bit, mm-hmm. um, in, in, in fall time. I'll let you know when we'll go. Maybe you can swing by and meet us out there or something. Oh, and yeah. we'll, we'll have a good time on that. What would you say is like your best, your hot lure when you, when you're fishing for wipers? Cause right now I would say in Iowa, like wipers are picking up or about to, to really pick up. What would you say is like your go-to, this is it. It never lets me down type of lure or, or, or set up, I guess. You can say. <laughs> uh, the, the lure that you always see me throw. <laughs> that, uh, you always that, see me throw it. That, that the paddle fry thing, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. 
I, I do have one sitting right here. <laughs> Go ahead and show it. If you want to show it, you can show it. <laughs> or well, not. I don't get paid by them, so so I don't need to do that. <laughs> it's funny. Oh, uh, our buddy, Mr. Yang, that's one of his favorite jigs, too. It's, he, he calls uh, it the Mong jig, actually. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so it's true. I thought they were just shitting me, man. So it is called the Mong jig. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, like the, the funny thing is, like... Uh, almost all of the Hmong people in Colorado knows what what it is, you know? Like, they, they just take one look at it and they go, oh, I know exactly what you're throwing, you know? Like, I'd never even heard of it, so he showed me. So, like, uh, must be a Colorado thing. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's funny, though. No, you're right, because we're like, I'm not, hey, yeah, what is that? And then all of a sudden, my brother-in-law, dude, that's the Hmong jig. Like, huh? Mm-hmm. They go, yep, that's the go-to. That's the, that's the mojo, man. That's the mojo. Like, it's right. the one lure that catches them all, man. It, it, <laughs> if you if you watch my videos consistently, you you will see me catch everything from crappies to wipers, white bass, you name it, smallmouth bass, largemouths, everything, man. But, nice. But yeah, um, besides that, like uh, I I picked up like a lot of different techniques from like fishing from like all of these different areas, like. Um, uh, last year, I went over there to uh, Oklahoma, and I tried to catch those stripers from uh, from Keystone. And oh man, that was that was a blast. But at the same time, it's a whole different style of fishing, you know. And then and I use that and uh, I use that technique in one of my other videos, and it ended up working here in Colorado. So it's it's like hey, like I picked up something new and it worked, you know. Like first one to try it, and I guess it worked, you know. So, yeah, like uh, I, uh, I've done that like quite a bit too. A lot of my techniques for fishing for crappie, like during the spawn, I use like ice fishing like techniques, mm-hmm. like just vertical jig and like just move it up and down, right? By the rocks and stuff like that. Like, and I find a new technique that I want to try and I just try it. And if it works, then it's good. If not, then oh well, you know. <laughs> there's, there's a satisfaction when you're like, okay, I'm going to go out with this new technique. Then you catch a fish, then you catch, I'm like, okay, I caught a fish. And then once you catch a few fish, I'm like, all right, so I got a pattern going on. Yep. And then that's when it's like, man, feels good. But then when it doesn't happen, like, man, that sucked. <laughs> yep, pretty much. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I've, I've done that a lot too. Just like, oh, well, that one's in the gutter. <laughs> it's, it's time to switch it out. <laughs> I'm going beer number two, guys. Another Dang, so Aloha. thirsty. A little bit. Hey, I had a rough day, man. Four girls driving me nuts today a little bit. It was one of those days, Kit. This episode was helped brought to you by our newest sponsor, Kelowna Brewing Company. They're a brewery out there in eastern Iowa. So if you're in the area, make sure to stop by Kelowna and check out their brewery. Great food at the restaurant there. Great beer, obviously. If you're in the Midwest, check out any hyvees i believe they carry the six packs and they have different types of flavors so you guys are going to want to you know definitely try that out and i think throughout this whole process fishing kid and myself for beer fish fanatics we're going to be doing some giveaways here and there if you guys can go ahead and tag us here and there with your clona beer so other than that enjoy the episode guys just didn't get a chance to go fishing i told you i was wanting to go catfishing a little bit today that didn't happen hopefully tomorrow we'll see and then hopefully next week. Hopefully next week. Hopefully um, next week. We'll see. With the weather. The weather is so crazy for y'all this year. Like, you guys just had, like, a, a snowstorm literally, like, a week, not even a week ago or a couple of days ago or something like that. 
we had a snowstorm last week, I believe. And then we had like our spring fishing. It's been so screwed up. Just, yeah. just put it that way. It's like as soon as it started and then like we had like two two days that was like 80s and 70s and all of a sudden, boom, a blizzard. And then that like killed the fishing for like a good week. And then as, as soon as as soon as all of the snow melted and then and then I said that, OK, well, um, give it like a few days, you know, and then it might it might be good again. And then and after that and then like, boom, another snowstorm. Mm. And then like, well, like, OK, that might be the last one. You know, it's normal <laughs> for Colorado to have a few of those. And then all of a sudden last week we got hit with another one and we're just yeah. like, OK, yeah. Yeah, it's just one after another, and uh, it's it's been kind of rough. But then I've been watching the weather like for a lot of different areas in Colorado. Mm-hmm. So like uh, right after the blizzard uh, for the second snowstorm, I knew to go down south because it didn't get hit. So I'm like, oh, so that's where I need to go because the blizzard barely touched that, and then like uh, the, the snowstorm is that, that that's actually here. It didn't touch down there, so. So the water down there is still warm. So then that's when I went that way. Yeah, we actually got some snow too. I think that, like, it wasn't last week, but maybe it was the week before. I think we we got hit with that same system. Yeah, I remember, like, I was at work. You know, it was sunny. I think in the morning, like when I got to work, or it was clear skies. And then I think like after my first break, look outside, there's like freaking snow coming down. Like, come on, yeah, it's April. We usually get the yeah. We usually get the system after you guys, like a day and a half or two. I mean, if as long as it's moving that direction, most most of the time it feels that way. Yeah, for Iowa, snow in April is weird. I mean, I don't know how common that is for Colorado. Is that very common in Colorado? No, it's uh, it's more like snow in March. But like every now and then, we might get one in April. But like this year is just really crazy. You're fishing in Iowa. No, I haven't. I, I kind of want to. I well, kind of want to go up there to go chase some yellow bass. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Um, we'll talk offline if we'll, we'll <laughs> see how your schedule is. But yeah, if you want to catch some yellow bass, um, you got to. Yeah, you. All right. That's it. You, you know, a couple guys in Iowa now and you know him. <laughs> he'll, we'll, we'll get you on some yellow bass or we'll, we'll at least yeah. take you to the locations and stuff. You'll have a fun time out here. So. So how did you hear about the yellow bass? Well, uh, from YouTube channels, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's basically from ice fishing, ice fishing, like, uh, like I'm part of one of those, uh, uh, ice fishing groups. And then like a lot of, a lot of people like to post up a lot of yellow bass and I'm like, man, I want to catch one of those. They look pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. They're pretty cool. They're like pound for pound, man. They might be the hardest fighting fish. Like honestly, or freshwater, like those little guys fight so hard. Like if they got as big as a wiper, they probably fight harder, harder than wipers. Something about catching them through the ice. If you can get on top of a school, it's yeah, you have to experience that. So it's and right now, um, I think this past year, they're, they're getting pretty large at a, a specific lake here in Iowa up north. They're getting pretty big. So they, I guess you can say they're reaching to the end of their cycle. I think that's what the Iowa DNR is because we just had Iowa DNR on and he was like, yeah, they're getting, they're getting so big that they're towards the end of their life cycle, I guess. But yeah, there's, they're like, push that 12 inch 12 inch plus mark right now and that's about as big as they get really like a master angler is 10 inches mm-hmm. oh wow yeah. yeah there's other locations though we, we'll get you on it, it's pretty fun man if you get a chance to, to get through the ice because dude uh for about three or four years in a row my in my my all our buddies and stuff from colorado they were driving 10 11 hours to come for the yellow bass mm-hmm. 
Oh, trust me. I, I, I'm willing to make the drive just, just to come do it once, you know, because yeah. just because it's a species that I haven't caught yet. And I kind of want to get, I kind of want to get into it because it does look like a lot of fun, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. Like when you get a school going, like you guys basically just double dip in the same hole. Like one person pulls a fish out, then the next guy goes down, just take turns. Oh man. So yeah. fun. Definitely. What, what would you say is your, uh, what are bucket list fish, I guess, for you then, since you said yellow bass is one, what, what would you say is like your top three or whatever bucket list fish or something then? Well, I do want to catch a jumbo perch that's like at least 15 inches because uh, if you notice, I caught crappie that are like, like about 16 inches already. And then wipers I've hit over the 30 mark, um, for walleyes, I I've hit over the 30 mark. So like, I kind of don't really have like a big fish left to catch. Like, uh, what well, one of the ones that I really do want to catch is, is uh, yellow bass and perch, but then beyond that, and the most of it's just, a the tropical fish you know yeah like, yeah but 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 then like that's like that's a whole different other story you know in itself so you know i'm i'm gonna have to drop a lot of cash if i want to do something like that you know? <laughs> yeah we got we got to get out there sometime kit yeah no well e yeah either ocean yeah no matter true very true i've caught like black tips like uh it's the black tip sharks yeah i've caught mm. i caught a few of those now I've caught, um, we went on a charter and then they took us out to go catch red snappers and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's like, like when you're on the charter, it's not that fun just because it's like, they kind of drive you to a spot and then they just go, okay, drop your bait. You drop your bait, you pull up the fish. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, there's like, there, there's like no skills involved. It's just like, okay, you drop the bait and whatever one comes gets yours is yours, you know? And you're just like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's just that's, true. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> You're paying a lot of money to go on that too. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I, I guess it just depends on which charter you're you're actually going into. And the, the the one that we went into, it was a party charter. So then it was our group versus that, and and then they had like a whole different other group with us. So there was quite a few of us on there, and and then like that's all they did like like the two guys that, that that were the crewmates they just ran around and just unhooked everyone's fish you didn't have to touch the fish at all so. yeah well i guess if you're paying that much you barely have to do anything yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's mindless fishing kit right that's maybe maybe it's not so glamorous as as <laughs> as i as i like always imagined it in my mind like, yeah, I'm gonna go out to the ocean, get a charter, they're gonna take me out. I'm gonna have so much fun. Well, like I, I guess it depends on which charter you're on because, um, like uh, a few, a few of the other charters, like like the smaller party ones, like the the private charters, mm -hmm. those ones they will take you out, like just you and you and, and and a few of your buddies, and then they they will take you out and then like take you to their spot and you can do whatever you want. For, for the party charters, I like it was just okay you don't need no skills for this man you just drop it straight down you ever you ever fish in like minnesota area i know there's a lot of Hmong people up there that's why i was just wondering if you ever been up there to fish man racist uh, I, I how's think... that racist there's, there's a lot of dude there's a lot of there's a huge Hmong population up in minnesota and they, and they fish <laughs> yeah i fished in uh in wisconsin not not in minnesota so oh okay uh i fished by one of the great lakes i think 
Um, and then uh, last year I hit that, the, the King Salmon run. And oh. then uh, I couldn't get a good video out of it, but like uh, I, I hooked onto a few of them and oh my goodness, dude, that thing, it's like, it's a torpedo in, in the tiny creek, man. That's all I got to say. As soon as you hook onto it, all you see is the fish flying out of the water, going like dragging, dragging you down like about 80 yards. So we had, we, we had D Yang on uh, a few episodes or ago. He did mention about that, the, the salmon run. So yeah. I might have to do that one time. It's, it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. I, I'm not going to lie. It's pretty fun, but you just got to be careful because there's actually a lot of people around you. So like you can't let your fish run too far either in in either direction if, you, if you're fishing the creeks but um uh, if, if you're fishing around the mouth it's uh, it's it's a little bit more okay because uh, those guys they kind of know what to do already like like as soon as you hook up they know to get out of your way you know kind of thing mm-hmm. but like they, there's always that one guy you know there's always that one guy <laughs> and then and then he always gets tangled up with you and then it's just like okay well, uh, now what? <laughs> You're going to be that one guy, huh? Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie. He, that's why he's already laughing. He's like, shit, that's him. <laughs> uh, I'm not a big fan of combat fishing, man. That salmon run, um, do you eat? You don't eat those, right? No, no. Because they're like, you don't want to eat them. I think um, what's Robbie told us about that, right? Kate? Well, you only want to eat the ones that are like, you know, fresh, like the chrome, the yep. chrome ones. Yeah, the silver. If they're still silver, yeah. they're good. Okay. If they're starting to turn brown, then nope, no good. Anybody ever try? What happens if you try? I, I don't know. I'm just, well, just they're, they're basically like rotting while they're alive, oh, right? Okay. Yeah. Is that what that is? Okay. I, I, hey, good explanation. I, I had no idea. So so they're just, this doesn't taste good, then I'm assuming. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, they, they're basically dying, you know, like just rotting yeah. away okay. while, while, while they're still alive. That That's the reason why they're also known as a zombie fish. Just because they're still alive when, 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 when there's like slowly decaying. Because they're just there to spawn and then die. I thought we discussed this before. No, we did, but I didn't know. I mean, I didn't. I'm just saying. Why didn't, anybody... didn't pay attention? You mean? <laughs> I pay attention, but I'm pretty yeah. sure people tried it and they're like, "No, nope, they're yeah. saying doing it." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like that though. Zombie fish. That's kind of it's mm. interesting. It's true though in a way because they're just decaying to dying and they're yeah. they're like the walking. They're swimming dead. Right, pretty much. Living dead. <laughs> so, what's your favorite fish to eat, anyways, Tim? Um, I like crappie and then walleye and then hybrids. It's kind of up there, but not really, just because like, like a lot of people complain about the bloodline, but it doesn't really bother me. I guess I would say that would be the the number fifth fish that I like to eat, because it would go crappie, walleye, then perch. No, no, number four. Yep, and the wipers and the white bass. Yellow bass is beats both of those, like white bass and wiper. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, I haven't ate one yet, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> like me? Uh, I mean, I don't know if it's because I don't eat yellow bass as often, but I like it better than crappie. Yeah. I still love crappie. I still think crappie is the best eating fish. Uh, Crappie's but, fine. But yellow bass is, is very close I, I would say yellow bass is like a tie between that and walleye for me. Mm-hmm. Ooh, oh, I like walleye better than crappie. I don't know, man. It all depends. Depends on how you make it too. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. It, it, it depends on how you prep it. 
like we were all saying, you got to eat it with sticky rice. When you eat it, that yep. stuff with sticky rice, it's game over, man. It's, a lot of people don't know yet. Listeners, I'm telling you, go find yourself that Asian friend, <laughs> that Southeast oh. Asian friend that can get you some sticky rice and you eat some fried fish with sticky rice with a little bit of salt and whatever. Oh, my God. It was the herbs and the dips, man, life changing. Uh, next week's video, actually, uh, I'm going to do that fried bluegill with the cucumber salad and sticky rice. There you go. I'm a thing, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> man, I don't, I don't, I don't show how to make sticky rice. I figured that's pretty, pretty easy. And if you really want to know, you just Google it. <laughs> YouTube. Yeah. yeah. YouTube, so. YouTube will teach you everything. There yeah. you go. There. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know what the uh, like the American audience is gonna think when they see because I, I show how to make the salad because you know there's some funky stuff that go in there, and like if 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 yeah. it's like, okay, since Dude, they they we're, we're Americans, kid. It's the same thing. It's just gonna be other people who have they they have a different taste. They've never eaten it probably, yes. so you're gonna introduce them to some exotic. <laughs> Yeah, if, well, if they go make it for the first time, they, well, the first time they open that shrimp paste, they'll be like, oh, my God, you guys eat this. It's, but see, as long as, you, as long as on your video you teach them and you show them, don't use the whole damn thing. You just use a little bit of it and, you know, the reason behind it. It'd be well, right. I just say, you know, it's a little funky. Like, there's a few funky ingredients. You know, I don't, I don't sugarcoat it. You know, I, I straight up say it's funky. But for some reason, when it all comes together, it just works. And it goes so good with fish. <laughs> oh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Oh, man, so funny. So, so Tim, I just, I'm, I'm wondering, do you, do you guys get a lot of um, heat, I guess you could say, in regards to fish harvesting in, in Colorado area? I'm, whether you're Asian or, or just, you know, it doesn't matter what your race. I'm just like, do you, do you see a lot of heat? you know, attention that gets to the, in regards to harvesting and stuff there? Um, well, I do in a way, yes. And in a way, no, because um, something that I practice, it's, it's called uh, selective harvesting. So like, uh, like I keep the ones that I want to eat and, and I'm still within my limits and, and whatnot, you know, but like, um, like I, I do notice that like, yes, a lot of people like to harvest fish, and I have no problem with that because it's like, it's like, well, it's their fish, you know, they caught it, they choose what happened to it, you know, like, like, I, I, I say that all the time, just, just because like, a, a few guys that I've seen today, they would catch wipers, and then they look at it, and then like, kind of give me that look like, like, what if I keep this, you know, because like, <laughs> like, like, there, there are some people in Colorado who are like, no, you have to let it go. It's a, it's a hybrid. It can't breed and stuff like that. And I'm all like, well, they caught the fish. So, 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 so they get to keep it, you know, like, I, I'm like, it's his fish, you know, it's not like you caught it, you know? <laughs> so, so I'm like, who are you to decide what happens to his fish, you know? And but yeah, that's, uh, that, that's something that I do practice though, is uh, selective harvesting. Like, like if it looks good enough to eat, they eat it, you know, like, like if you don't have any plans to eat it, then just let it go. You know? like, right. Don't, don't let it sit in the freezer. Yes. That's and our, freezer burned. That was our, <laughs> yeah. That's our biggest thing. It's like, if you're going to eat it, that's fine. It's not a big deal. Uh, as long as you, like you say, within the, the, the limits, but yeah, like just saying, 
don't get it that freezer burn. That means you just over harvest. And if you, if you're giving it the freezer burn for me, um, I'm, I'm too lazy to clean fish most of the time. So I just let him go. <laughs> so, so what he does, he he'll donate to, to, to me and my family. Cause I don't get a fish obviously as much. And well, even if I did, I probably don't catch as much as him anyways. So he donates to us and he's like, good. I don't have to clean that shit. So I'm like, okay. I'm don't, only donating so many to you, Grandy. Hey. And then, you know, I'll give my mom a few, like I, I try yeah, I specifically, you know, try not to like keep a cooler. I mean, I can keep a cooler. Some people do. I don't know what they do with all that fish, but sure. You just gotta remember, you keep it, you gotta clean it. Yeah, like uh, that's that's the reason why I started I started releasing a lot of mine too, just because it's like, man, I got I gotta deal with it when I get home too. I'm too tired to deal with it, you know. I just let it go. Yeah. Especially when you, especially when it's like a long day of fishing, bro. It's mm-hmm. like you you're out there for uh, sometimes I go fishing, you know, six, seven, eight hours. And then I keep five, six, you know, sometimes more than that. Then like, man, I don't want to clean these fish. Like, oh, just give it to my aunt and uncle. Yeah. But a lot of times I don't even want to go give it to them either. Because, you know, you got to drive across town or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, the thing is, my kids love fish. So I got four daughters and my wife loves fish. They love eating fish. They, they, lo- they do all my kids. They truly love eating fish and I'm not going to kid you guys, man. I get lazy too. Once I start cleaning I'm like, God, this was not a good idea. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I have to, I'll clean, you know, uh, plenty for them to, to eat. Cause they actually, they, they really do eat a lot of the, the fish and they love it. But yeah. Um, I, I was telling the kid, I go, okay, I, I I'm cutting off keeping away to me because i'm i hate cleaning too many fish at times so but at least they don't go to waste i always tell him that and any fish that i keep in it you know very very minimum because i don't catch that many i just i love to fish i just don't i don't i'm not very good at it but i just love to do it but like i said i just it, it does get annoying to clean too much fish. so i, I was just wondering though because i know it was a heated topic here a little bit. It always is in regards to harvesting. So I just wonder if you guys had the same issue over there. Yeah, it's the same exact issue. It's just that um, it, it doesn't matter too much for certain species, but like, but like other species, they will like really nip at you for it. So yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's kind of weird. It's, but like for me, I'm just like, it's, it is what it is, you know, like people are going to talk no matter what. But those wipers, they were put there, right? Mm-hmm. And see that's what the iowa dinar told us he's like well we put the fish there for you to catch yep. and and keep you know so it's kind of it's you know it's kind of the the whole point of it so totally makes sense so yeah like the the whole thing is like um we have a, a few people like for the okay like just strictly talking about wipers they stock wipers into the lakes for it to help manage the population of the fish but then at the same time they, the, they know that the wipers can't reproduce, so it's a lot easier to manage. But then, like in Colorado, we're allowed to harvest 10 for a reason. And, and the whole reason for that is because when they, uh, w- when they get too big, they devour everything inside the lake. So, like, you would start to notice, the, like, when, when it's a good wiper year, it's going to be a bad crappie year, you know? And then, and then the the other the, the other species start suffering a little bit because, like, because they they're eating everything. They're eating all of the babies, all of the food, and like 
including them, you know? So like, I, I've seen, I've seen like big wipers choke on like 15 inch drums, you know, and, and die. So, <laughs> so yeah, like, like, I, I like, like, it's just so weird because like on some days, like when, when I fish and then like, you see like these giant waves coming in and then you see a big old dead fish, you're like, whoa, that's a wiper. And then you look at it, you're like, dude, he has a big old drum inside of his mouth. What the heck is he trying to do? You know? I'm like, no wonder he died. <laughs> trying to swallow that thing whole. Do you guys have shad in your in your lakes out there? Uh, yes, we do. Uh, um, I guess it's the American shad. Mm. Is, is that what it's called? I, yeah. Well, we have gizzard shad here in yes. Iowa. Oh yeah, they, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's it's a gizzard shad. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, because like they're they're put in a lot of our lakes to control the shad, because mm -hmm. the shad, they'll 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 take over. They'll they'll like renovate a whole lake just because uh, there's too much shad. So they put in wipers to take care of the shad. So like at least for us, uh, I'm not sure if they'll um, eat too much of the other game species. More more I guess compete for the food, but you know once once a shad gets five, six, seven, eight inches, that's way too big for a crappie to eat. Different, different ecosystems, so. Well, like, like th 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 this is what I got to say about that. It's programming the fish to see food, eat, you know? <laughs> and and so, so, so basically it says, oh, okay, well, uh, is, um, if it was smart, if it was smart enough to kind of decipher between what's, not a shad and what what is a shad mm -hmm. and then it would never hit our baits ever you know it would not touch any of our lures ever so like like if you put wipers in like the the, the whole thing about colorado is that we have uh, in our reservoirs we don't have a lot of cover like mm. to protect our uh to, to protect our other species Okay. So it's all mud bottom. Everything's on a uh, it's all on a dam structure, and like the only place where they hide is either in the inlet, outlet, or else like right in uh, right where the rocks are. And then if it's like a uh, if it's a solid dam where, where where it's just a flat piece of uh, of concrete, and then they can't really hide anyway. You know. So when the water goes down, when when the farmers take it, then the wipers go on a feeding frenzy. They, it's because the fish can't go hide anywhere. They're they're stuck on the mud bottoms, and then, and then yep, at, at at that point, and then like yeah, when you catch wipers, they're fat, they're nice and healthy, you know, nice healthy <laughs> wipers. You're you're proud of it, but like at the same time, you you kind of think about it, and you're like, wait, but what happened to the crappie, you know? And then on the next year, when when you go look for the crappie, you're like, dude, I only found like two, you know, like what what, what, what why is there such a dramatic difference in it? That, that that's the whole difference between like our lakes and like like let's compare it to like Kansas's lakes because Kansas has an abundance of wipers and white bass and crappie because they have the structure to to hide everything. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, Kansas isn't too different from Iowa, like mm -hmm. as far as like the bodies of water and structure and forage species. I guess the only thing they got that we don't have is blue cats, which which kind of disappoints me. He's on a, a, a blue cat uh, bonanza, I, I guess, mean, in a way. That's like, that's a potential 100 pound fish, you know, right, 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 right next door. That's his goal. 
He's he wants that. What is your goal in regards to that blue cat? What, what's your goal this just this year? Thirty. I want a thirty in the kayak. Thirty That's pounder. So what happens when you catch a fifty pound blue cat? How do you how are you going to land him? Drag it up on the kayak. <laughs> like if I have to, I'll go on shore. Okay. That's what, that's what me and uh, like as we're talking about like how the hell is he gonna land a 50 pound blue cat when he catch one on the kayak we're like and i told him i go i think he's gonna he's gonna pedal all the way to the shore because <laughs> oh. what about the stingers like like yeah you, you, you have to think about the stingers right well when the when the fish is uh that big so it's old those uh their barbs or whatever they're uh-huh. they get worn down so they're not really sharp it's just you can just grab them by those and just pick them up if you wanted to, but uh, yeah, in the kayak, it's going to be tricky. You know, I'll cross that bridge when I get there and I do want to cross that bridge. Yeah. So at least the 30, anything, anything above that, uh, you know, yeah. cherry on top. I want to see it. I want to see the the chaos. And then, like I said, man, I can't, I can't wait to me. Once you get that kayak, let us know right away, man. Cause uh, we'll, we'll, we'll make a trip out there. I mean, um, I, like I said, I, I invested into the, the pedal kayak this year too. So, I mean, I've been, we've been yak fishing, what, about four or five, five years. I've been yak, yeah, about five, five years or so. And then I finally plunged after watching him make it look so damn easy on the pedal kayak. So I had to, had to get on, on that boat, I guess you can say. I don't know about easy, easier, easier. Like you don't get into kayak fishing because it's easy. Very true. Yeah. You it's not it, easy. It, it's a challenge. That's yeah, really it why is. I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah, it is. Not- it is challenging. <laughs> it is. Yeah. And and then if you want just- easy, you'd get a boat. <laughs> even that's not uh, even. Actually, I find it easier on the shore than on the boat. <laughs> that's true. Well, like <laughs> convenience wise. Yeah. Like bank fishing is way easier because you don't got to haul all that stuff. <laughs> all right, man. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. Anything else for for Tim Kit? I know we've been talking for him um, and we're talking a lot about fishing and I, I can't wait to go actually get a chance to go fishing with you, man, because uh, uh, I'll, I'll be good. I'll be going to Denver pretty soon here. I'll let you know uh, my schedule at the, you know, uh, offline so people don't follow me. Go catch all the fish before I do. Oh, trust me. People will follow me and. <laughs> do they no i'm seriously no do, do they try and find you like okay where is he at to, to see where the bite is <laughs> i do run into a lot of my subscribers i will tell you that i do run into them i and and i i will always greet them with a smile and 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 a welcome you know because it's like i am so glad that you guys actually watch my stuff because i'm like whoa like I, i'll be honest i did not expect like anyone to watch my stuff like i'm like okay well i'm just making videos just for me you know, like, like uh, the the way how I edit my videos is the way how I would watch my videos. It's just it's just because it's like, well, if no one's gonna watch it, at least I won't be bored of it. So, so yeah, so yeah, I I am like really glad to see my subscribers out there. Like, even if they have like a little bit of hate or or grudge towards me, I don't. You know, I'm just like. Hey, haters pay pays the bills. I don't. I don't really care. <laughs> you know, like, it is what it is, kind of thing. You know, like. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of uh, subscribers, subscribers and stuff. Uh, so if if our audience wants to get a hold of you, you know, where can they do that? Um, on my YouTube channel, <laughs> Outdoor Experience. You got an Instagram or like a Facebook yes. page or anything uh, like that? I, I do have an Instagram. It's Outdoor Exp. I don't. I don't. I don't remember my full Instagram. 
So, so, yeah. Don't worry, I, I have it. Don't, I don't worry, worry don't, don't worry about it. I I I got all those links. I'll I'll I'll, I'll definitely put on the show notes and everything on that. Uh, but you know what? It's like I said, you guys really, you know, go check out his channel. It's really fun. Um, I love I love the music. <laughs> That's what me and Kate were talking about. We're like, hey, he's got so like remind me of back in the early two thousand. Yep. I used to listen to this type of music after college, man. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, um, well, no copyrighted music. That's the reason why I use it. <laughs> ah, <laughs> nice. Love it. Love it. So, yeah, go check this stuff out because it, it, it's fun. You get a chance to see you catch the fish that we love to catch and love to uh, see. It, it, it's similar to the stuff we do. And then, you know, the cool thing, like I said, you're the first person from Colorado just to get you on here, just talk a little bit about fishing, get an opportunity, get to know you a little bit more. You know, definitely appreciative, Tim, man. Appreciate it, man. Well, it was fun, like uh, being here with you guys too. So, yeah, yeah, it was good, man. It was uh, it was nice reaching out to our our Asian brother, <laughs> Asian brother from Colorado. Love it, man. <laughs> All right.